All right, everybody. We're back. Uh, obviously, a little solemn. <laughs> Been a tough week. Uh, you know, and let me be clear. End of the road for this season, not the end of the road for the show. All right, so we still need you to come back next week and listen. Uh, but anyway, uh, Kane, brother, I'm not going to ask how you're doing because I already know the answer because you suffered the same thing I did Sunday. Uh, but, you know, in this show, we love to give. And so we're going to give you a special guest. Uh, you, you've, you've heard him on Inside Eagles. You've read his stuff on Facebook. You've seen him, Thunderstorm Media. He's all over the place. Uh, my man GQ, Jeffrey Knox, is in the house today. So uh, we appreciate you coming on, brother. How's it going, Jeffrey? Everything's good, brothers. I appreciate y'all having me on. Long overdue, man. It seemed like it's been two years since we did a show together, but I'm glad yeah. <laughs> Well, and, and this season has felt like eight seasons in one. But It has. Uh, it has. Uh, so before we get rolling into things, I want you to tell everybody where they can find you on social media and tell them all about Thunderstorm Media. Uh, Thunderstorm Media started off as a uh, basically a radio show we were doing to kind of like uh, highlight Christian hip-hop artists, which we still do. Um, though we're saved, we still have a lot of interest in other things, i.e. sports. Okay. Um, a lot of the listeners clamoring for a sports show. We gave them that with Thunderstorm Sports. Uh, that time, I think we were on the broadcast, blog talk radio platform excuse me okay um you know blog talk got a little too big for their britches started wanting to charge you outrageous amounts mm. of money for Ooh, we, don't we know that <laughs> so moved over to spreaker um everything's been fine and uh as you mentioned uh i'm a sports writer myself cover the eagles for the fan side of network i'm the editor and site expert for inside the eagles.com Mm -hmm. uh, the social media for me is all the same everywhere. It's at GQ underscore the number four underscore EVA. Uh, that's Snap, Instagram, Facebook, you know, pretty much everywhere you got social media. Twitter. So, Twitter right. too. Twitter. Yes, sir. So, so in other words, make sure you go follow him now. That's inside the Eagles with an I. Okay, everybody? Inside Eagles with an I. I-G-G-L-E-S. Yes, right. sir. Uh, uh, got kicked off uh, Twitter. I meant to tell you guys that. Got uh -oh. kicked off Twitter for some stuff I said. Oh, no. So, <laughs> okay. Oh, you wait. got kicked off or did wait, you just get suspended? I totally, I totally got kicked off. I'm going to say get kicked uh, off, man, because I appealed the suspension three times and they never responded to me. Okay. What, so, what, uh, did, you, what did you say? We're not going to get into that because the views of myself are not the same views of Kane and Ice. Let me oh, just okay. go ahead and say that. <laughs> All right, well, okay. I'm not so, gonna so, get y'all kicked off too. All right, so let me. I, okay, I'm assuming this has nothing to do with football. It had nothing to do with football whatsoever. Okay. You know, sir. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. We're gonna have to talk about this off air because now <laughs> you we'll my that. interest. We'll do that. But now it's uh at Storm Media Six Six, and uh we always put a six six on there because you know uh, it's like a loaded Glock and there's sixty six books in the Bible, so ah. uh, that's where the sixty six comes from. Okay. okay. All right. All right, so let's get into uh, this past Sunday's events. Um, oh, boy. If we must. All right, so obviously Seahawks travel across country, play the Eagles uh, in Philly. Um, you know, we knew we were coming out missing some key pieces on offense, uh, but, you know, felt like we had a chance because we had, you know, a quarterback who seemed to be trending upward. Right. And, uh, you know, what, eight plays into the game, we lose him on a, uh, I'd say, somewhat dirty or definitely unnecessary uh, hit. 
Um, but, you know, I'm not here to debate that. Uh, so let, let me ask you guys. Let's just start with, you know, because obviously we all know the results, right? If you're listening to the show by now, you know the Eagles lost. Um, right. What were the three takeaways? Uh, and that, we'll start with you. We'll start with you, GQ. What are the three takeaways you got from uh, Sunday's game or the three keys you think, you know, that decided Sunday's game? Uh, takeaway number one. Uh, Jadavion Clowney is not a dirty plater. I've never felt that way. I think he does dirty stuff sometimes to try to send a message. And I think that play was definitely dirty. I don't think he has himself has any intention of hurting somebody. But uh, as we spoke off air, uh, you know, we remember him back from South Carolina mm-hmm. in his days at South Point High School. He's always been a little afflicted, a little uncoordinated. <laughs> I'm not saying that to, to, to discredit the brother or anything because he's a Gamecock. You know I love him because he's a Gamecock. But uh, he can get in modes where he's just totally out of control and has no finesse to him. Uh, that's number one for me. Number two, um, we'll never know how this game could have turned out. And I think that's unfortunate. For the second time in less than a month, we get a 17-9 loss. Uh, we had an Eagles mm. team, as you stated, that was trending in the right direction. And we had Carson Wentz on the field. And we'll never know how that game turned out. Now, at maximum, I had them winning the, the uh, wild card game and losing in the divisional to whoever they played. Right. But we'll never know how this game could have turned out. And I think that's the most disappointing thing about it. I thought we'd at least get a playoff win and Carson a little bit more experience. But uh, that's going to have to wait for about 365 days now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Kane? Well, you know, uh, we talked about this pregame last week, and, you know, my worst nightmare was, you know, Russell Wilson extending plays and making, you know, what I call Oh, my God, yeah. What I talk about is doing Russell Wilson things, you know. Mm. That's what he did. And, you know, even as close as this game was, minus Wentz, um, to say we had a shot is still something incredible uh, that this team accomplished. Right. Um, you know, Russell did, you know, third down. That was there had oh, to be there yeah. had to be there oh, had to be three gosh. or four, three or four, five third downs that he just used like, oh man, we had that, you know. And he, yes. and he he breaks your heart, you know, and uh that was one of my major concerns going into the game that you know that I discussed. And uh uh so that was a big takeaway. Of course, everybody, you know, talked about the the clowny hit on uh on Wentz. Um mm-hmm. uh, you know, another big thing was the lack of uh, reporting or news or information that we were getting about this. You know, even from the game announcer, everybody was talking about, nobody's talking about this, you know. Um, and uh, last thing I took away from it is, um, you know, just the lack of respect that Carson Wentz gets, you know. Uh, not seeing, well, it was even some Eagles fans, you know, Nick Foles should have been there. We yeah. game and, and then people uh, talking about, uh, you know, you had some 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 people in the media uh, saying Carson Wentz can't take the hit or he can't finish the season. I'm like, are you serious, man? So, you know, let me let me take somebody 300 pounds and let me spear you in the back of the head. Let's see if you can finish the football game. Right, you know, so, right. So, right. So, I mean, you know, that was my major takeaway was, you know, the, the criticism that Wentz was getting for basically getting speared and getting a concussion, you know, like he like he intended to do that. Uh, and take himself out of the game. And, you know, the, the fight that the team showed, uh, even with Wentz out of the game, that we showed Definitely. we still had a chance. Uh, and I really think Wentz would have made the difference with us getting in the red zone four times and coming away with three field goals. You know, Wentz was probably 
if not the one of the top three quarterbacks in the league in the red zone as far as uh, touchdown conversions. So that's yeah. where we really missed him on the field. Um, but like you said, the you know I, I can't say anything about the team's fight. We did fight. Uh, the defense stepped up, and you know that, that was the major takeaways from that game for me. Man. Yeah, um, and for me, you know, McCown. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I was sort of impressed. I mean, no, he missed some plays and left some plays out there. But, you know, you got to figure he's not really getting a whole lot of reps. No. Uh, but I was impressed with how he stepped up. I was impressed to see, especially in the first half, I mean, he was just kind of running the ball, just kind of out there doing his thing. And then that second half, you know, that's where that 40-year-old body catch up, you know, and he's kind of limping and, you know, uh, pull, reaching back for his hamstrings and stuff. In the <laughs> second half. But I was impressed with how he took charge of things and just kind of, you know, played fearlessly. Um, and, and now Jeffrey, uh, and, and I know you, you know, and I'm saved too, but I, uh, you know, God says a lot of work to do on me. So you need to cover your ears when I say this part. Okay. When my man, uh, Metcalf, you know, decided he wanted to wave by to everybody, you know, in that moment, I may have wished or said that somebody needs to hit him with a battery or something, you know, uh, but you know. Um, but you know, I asked for forgiveness. I, so I um, thought it was gonna come. I said, I said, man, I thought about it. I said, boy, they're gonna be snowing today. Like, man, <laughs> if he takes that helmet off, he's gonna get nailed. <laughs> I don't know how we missed on him, man, because I done a couple of mocks on them, and I actually had them taking Miles Sanders in my last mock. But I think I had an original when I had DK Metcalf in the second on one of them. And I'm like. Where did this JJ Ortega Whiteside thing even come from? Like, you know, how did he even get on the radar? Like, they totally missed on him. But then when you think about it, too, the downside of it is I'm not sure JJ Ortega Whiteside can't play or Mac Hollins. It's like Carson Walsh was the problem. He's awful. (laughs) If we'd have got DK Metcalf and he's the the wide receivers coach, we'd have ruined him, too. I get it. I I, I, I just think Howie isn't good at picking receivers yeah we we have been terrible developing drafting and developing receivers we have been god awful for the last seven eight years just terrible at it i mean absolutely dreadful that we are you know not since andy reed was here and you know i think the last wide receiver we drafted that actually you know was actually good you know, dare I say, probably macklin macklin yeah i was about to say macklin probably the last one that was andy reed yeah, I like Reggie Brown out of Georgia. He had like one good season. <laughs> I like Reggie Brown. I think I still think Reggie could have been something. I see Nelson I'm Aguilar when I see him. For some reason, I just I just that's a good point. Handcuff actually. those together. They kind of I mean body mm-hmm. type, game, the same kind of thing. They kind of both had both had one really good season, right? <laughs> and we also we almost missed on Deshaun, man, because yeah. they actually went with Trevor Laws in the first round. I still don't know how they did that. Mm. I have no idea, man. So, uh, I mean, it's been questionable. I think the Eagles as a franchise, I'm, we're, I'm just talking the last 10 years or so, we draft well at tight end. We draft well on the – we draft pretty well on the offensive and defensive line. Um for some reason, we just can't draft cornerbacks and wide receivers to save our life. Mm. Um, I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't know if it's, you know, I guess the Howie's been around, you know, pretty much that much time. I, 
I don't know about him having full control. And there's been a couple of seasons, of course, where Chip was there that, you know, he didn't have control. But for some reason, we're just snake bitten at cornerback and daggum wide receiver at this, yeah. in this franchise, man. Because they keep watching West Virginia games and just taking the skill position players from West Virginia. It's like, uh, yeah, forget I, that. Yeah, go, other programs go, out there. Go to the SEC <laughs> and whoever the best wide receiver was, that's who you need to go get, okay? All right. right. The ACC, get the best wide receiver. Get somebody who puts up down at a big program, put up big numbers. That's who you need to go yeah, get. All right. My man who scored the four touchdowns in the first half against Oklahoma, uh, Jefferson. Yes. Yeah, just, just – Go ahead and just draft him. I don't. I don't want to hear about any sporty time or size or shuttle speed. Yeah, I saw Jason. this man score four touchdowns in one half. Okay, right. that's all I need to see. Right. <laughs> right. Well, you know Howie. Well, he doesn't have the metrables. He's uh, he's he's got a little bit on the short side. He's light. You know, he doesn't run the route tree completely. Uh, so you know, we'll take this guy from Stanford who's smart. Who has upside? Right. You know, right. well, I, I and I can even live with that because of the size that he has, and I think I, I, I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be a good player. I don't think he's gonna be an All Pro. I think he's gonna be a good player. Yeah, but I, when you're drafted in the first or second round, you need to be an All Pro. I got okay. you, but but my problem really is. We all saw the preseason. We everybody on Twitter said Greg Ward needs to make this team, and Mac Hollins is on the team, and the Greg Ward teams. isn't. Special teams, bro. There's special and teams. It's what was stubborn. it? And like how we said, like in that um, exit press conference they had or whatever, he just gets attached to guys. He mm. just falls in love with guys and just sticks with guys too long and so on and so forth. And they don't want to be wrong. They didn't want to be wrong about Donnell Purfrey. They didn't want to be wrong about Matt Collins. And they don't want to be wrong about these things. All right. And it's just ridiculous. Somebody send Howie a Snoop Dogg CD. All right. We can't love these players. Okay. You know, okay. Uh, sorry. All, my, all of our listeners under 20 are like, huh? But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so a CD was something that music we played on before um, before you had uh, iPods and all that stuff. So. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, man. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, I just don't know where to start. Well, I mean, the the Seattle game, I think it was there for the taking. A healthy yeah. win. I, we win that game. Yeah, because um, if we finish, like, one or two drives in the red zone, we win the game. We yeah. win the game. Yeah. Yeah, but that's you know, and, and that and that's right. We call it's called a game of inches for a reason, right? And right, um, uh, you know, now obviously the Eagles finished the season strong. You know, I like I said I felt, you know, as Kane said earlier, I felt good about their effort in the playoff game. They didn't hang their heads when they could have easily kind of given up and just said, okay, you know, we won division. You know, things just not going our way. You know, they fought to the end. Um, well, or maybe our cornerbacks didn't really fight, but you, you get my point. Um, <laughs> but let me ask you, uh, and, and for me, I think the big – and and later on in the offseason, we'll get into going back and, and breaking down different position groups and, and rating the season and stuff. But for me, the big theme of this season has sort of been Carson Wentz coming out of the Nick Foles um, shadow to take control of the team. And like all these injuries and things sort of set him up to yeah. uh, be that guy, 
you know, where it was like, oh, it, it's him. Like, there's no other thing that's going on here but him. To yeah, you're happen. right. Because, you know, if this team was healthy or semi-healthy most of the year, he probably would have caught us a lot of the same flat or, you know, the same flack he is always taking that, you know, he, he hasn't stepped up or he hasn't done this and it's the talents surrounding him and such and such. But, you know, playing this year, I mean, you can't say anybody got us to the division championship itself. Carson Wentz. I mean, the the defense has some bright spots. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and when, yeah. I, when I say spots, they weren't very bright and they were very small. Mm-hmm. But, you know, without Carson Wentz this year, man, we were a – we were – I mean, we were barely a 500 team with him, you know, pulling rabbits out of the hat. I mean, we're probably, you know, 4-12 and 12 without him playing well this year, you know, at, at most. So, you know, I, f- I definitely feel you on that, that it was a coming out party for him and getting some respect around the league. And I totally agree with y'all with that, man, because it's like, I don't know what people need to see at some point, man. It's like, we think Doug Peterson can't coach. We think Carson Wentz can't play. Like, everybody forgets this man tore an MCL and an ACL, stood in for three more plays, threw a touchdown pass, that set the touchdown record for the franchise at the time. This man literally played a half a season with literally a broken back. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't, then, I don't question his heart or his 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 will to win or even, you know his skill. It's just, uh, it's just a whole puzzle putting it all together around him. I mean, you know, the weapons. You know, was I agree you say we had great weapons the Super Bowl year, but just some good weapons when he's on fire. You see what kind of season we get. We can we can roll out of him. Uh, you know, the man's about to be the MVP before he got hurt. You know that year. True. There's another thing too, another component too with that, and um. If I may, it's like you got two wide receivers who have spent a great deal of time trying to prove that we can win without wins. You got two guys that's out to get you. And I say their names, Nelson Aguilar and, and Alshon Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. And I like Jeffrey because he's a game cop. But you got two guys that's doing everything they can to show we don't need this guy. We can win without him. Trying to discredit him. But do it anonymously, which I think is cowardly. Right. And then, yeah, Josina. The best thing that I think that I saw for me was for both of these guys to be gone and for the team to get better. So now, Alshon, you can sit at home and see why you tweeting everything else that we don't really need you. Right. And, and that cap space can be used on somebody else. Um, and, and, and Nelson, if, if Nelson Aguilar is listening to this, if you want to create a burner Twitter account and you don't want people to know it's you, try not to use the word we or me. <laughs> When tweeting, you know, like try to try to sound like you're talking about somebody else, you know, like you're not part of. It slips out, man. You know, right. you just type it. It's a typo at the time, and you don't realize it till you hit sin. Right. And after you hit sin, it's a little too late. And uh, then, and then the, what's uh, crazy is as soon as people call you on it, automatically the burner account disappears. Right. No, it wasn't me. Right. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's from the uh, Kevin Durant School of Social Media or something like that. Yeah. Come on, man. Use your brain. Uh, go go spend some time with the jugs machine and put the phone down. You know, like that might help you. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> man, I, I don't know what to think about old Nelson there, man. But, yeah, thinking, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's played his last game as an Eagle, so we'll see. Oh, we'll, yeah, I, we'll I, don't even think, I don't even think he's been hurt, I think. Because of that Twitter stuff, I think that's why he hadn't been playing. I don't think he's his, been hurt in his past. His, I don't either. His feelings are hurt, and he's trying to pout. And he's trying to mm-hmm. prove a point. Like, you know, right. you guys aren't going to do this without me, and they did. Yeah. They're better without you. 
So yeah, what was his point? Greg Ward is more productive than I was. <laughs> like, right. uh, check, check mark. A lot cheaper too. <laughs> right. Check, check mark. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, all right. So Jeffrey, tell everybody one more time where they can find you and tell them a little bit about the type of articles and things that you're posting on uh, Inside Eagles. Uh, we try to be as cutting edge as possible inside the Eagles because obviously with so many different sources to get your information from on the Eagles, uh, by the time the story breaks, everybody knows what the story is like 20 minutes later. So we've always tried to be fresh in our presentation and everything, try to be fresh in how we communicate the message and everything. Like you'll get the, you get a lot of the same stories, but you never get the story told the same way we tell it. So um, our strength is uh, I put my riders up against anybody. Uh, Thank God and thank all y'all to listen. We did 10 million readers in 2019. Woo, there you go. All right, so. Big time, bro, big time. So, all right, we need the cane and ice, Eagles versus everybody listens to step up, and we need to make that 11 million for 2020. Appreciate that. I definitely appreciate that because the checks look real nice when everybody's coming by to read. Okay, okay. All right. So, so we need all y'all to check that out. Uh, and now he's not just posting stuff once a week. There's constantly stuff coming out. All right. So, and you'll see it on social media. Um, like I said, it's a great site. There's a lot of great information. So make sure you check that out. Make sure you follow him on social media. So tell him one more time. It's GQ underscore four. Underscore, underscore EVA. That's EVA, pretty much all right. the social media. Follow. Except uh, for Twitter. You also got uh you also got the GQ Forever on Twitter. You got at Storm Media 66 on Twitter. You got Thunderstorm Media on Instagram and like the uh Thunderstorm Media page on Facebook. Yeah. So I'm just gonna I mean this is totally out of left field, but I'm assuming that you tweeted something about politics. Uh yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. <laughs> just curious. Just had to know. All right. It's, uh, it's two different audiences, man. Like everybody yeah, rocks with us. Everybody rocks with us for the thunderstorm. Doesn't care about inside the Eagles, and everybody listening to inside the Eagles don't care about what we're talking about in the thunderstorm. I but got you. We've always been the bad boys of Christian hip hop radio. We was the first ones doing it. Uh, we've always been loud. We always been brash. Of course, God gets the glory, but right. we're very and you know. That doesn't disqualify us, in my opinion, from having an opinion about everything else. And Sometimes see, I just get my mouth, my mouth gets me in trouble. Hey, well, you know, right? But hey, you can't be meek all the time. So um, I'm glad you said it because we need to connect you with Ben because Ben does a lot of Ben, uh, bs3radio.com. Yeah. Uh, so he does a lot of stuff with uh, Christian hip hop and Christian artists and things. So uh, yeah, yeah, that's actually how we link. That's actually okay. How okay. Yeah. So that's how that came together. All right. Cool. So, all right, cool. So uh, make sure everybody likes to check out my man's website, social media. All right, Jeff, we appreciate you coming on, brother. And uh, have a great uh, week, great offseason. We will definitely be picking your brain throughout the offseason uh, as, we, as we, you know, get through this draft and free agency uh, process. And, uh, and, and next week we're probably going to talk about the coaches and the offensive staff shakeups and all that stuff. So, Oh, yeah. Um, definitely yeah, I'm here. there. All right, brother, we appreciate you. Um, and uh, watch what you say on Twitter, okay? Uh, definitely, definitely. I learned from this. <laughs> the police ain't no joke. Hey, I'll, 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 I'll talk to y'all next time, man. I have fun. Appreciate it. All right, man. Have All a right, good bro. one. All right. All right, everybody. So uh, please make sure you go to bs3radio.com and leave a review. Leave a five-star review for us, okay? 
And of course, we want you to click on Eagles versus everybody and check out some of our episodes and all that good stuff. But you know, you got time listed other shows too. You know, you got a lot of great content there. Thanks to Ben. Uh, so Kane, let me ask you, brother. Um, and that we have a lot of time. We got a little time to talk about it. When you heard the news about the offense coordinator and wide receiver coach leaving, um, you know, what, what was your first thoughts? Well, I, I wouldn't say I was surprised, but I was shocked because a couple of days later, I mean, a couple of days earlier, Doug said that both were safe. He said everybody on the whole staff was safe except for, you know, Swartz if he chose to, if he got offered the Cleveland job or whatever. Right. Uh, and then, you know, two days later, the boom, boom, you know, dropped the hammer on uh, Grove and uh, the wide receiver coach as well. I mean, uh, I I mean, you know me, I clamor for it all year. You know, I, I was half tagging, you know, Grove's got to go. Uh, you know, right, pretty much, right. Pretty, pretty much all season, man. I, I just thought he was stale, you know, and although he doesn't call the plays, Doug calls the plays, I just think his – his uh, relationship with Wentz just wasn't maximizing Wentz's potential or, or getting the most out of Wentz. And I don't see what Grew had to – was bringing to the table because we look like a much better team, you know, of course. Injuries and different personnel, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. But it just – we just didn't seem to have that, that get out and go. That Super Bowl year, we jumped on people early. We, you know, mm-hmm. we took over. We were, we were intense. Uh, Wentz was – to me, look more engaged, uh, you know. So I, I, I don't know if it was Coach Flip and, you know, Reich that year, or but I know it definitely wasn't out, uh, you know, Grow doing doing his thing on the sideline. So, you know, I was ready for him to go. Um, I'm interested to see, you know, of of the candidate names they've been throwing away, who we're gonna bring in. Um, I'd like to see somebody who has some some coaching experience, somebody at least who's been an OC before, maybe a head coach before take that job. Um, but then that kind of lends you to this guy maybe doing well and being gone in a year or two. And then it, then it also both doesn't bode well for Deuce Staley, who's, you know, been kind of waiting his turn to probably get this spot. So it'd be interesting to see where we go with this, man. That's true. Um, I will say, you know, I definitely think, well, I, you know, Deuce got it. I can't be mad, but uh, you know, if I had a choice, I'd probably pick somebody from the outside just yeah. to get a fresh set of eyes and, and yes. you know, kind of somebody who probably has an idea of things. And once they really dig in on tape, you know, they can really sort of, uh, from a neutral point of view or non-biased point of view, kind of break things down. Uh, but and to your point, you know, maybe uh, Jim Caldwell could be a good fit. He's had that coaching experience. He's had a couple of head coaching jobs probably not going to be on the list for teams now because, you know, teams seem to be want more coordinators or college coaches. Uh, but, you know, I guess it's possible, you know, if there's enough success. But I guess, you know, if the team is successful, um, which, you know, when you have a quarterback like Wentz, right, uh, you, you figure championship games, Super Bowls are kind of where you expect to be at least every few years. So you're going to lose coaches, right? If you're successful, you're going to lose some coaches. Yes, like definitely. that's just part. So – you know, I could deal with that if 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 it uh means you know bringing some rings home and uh, but I don't know it. I'll say I, I was glad to see them not just sitting pat on the current staff. I am yeah, a I little mean, confused on how much a new offense coordinator is going to make a difference if yep. Doug is still calling the plays. But I, I understand there's game planning and other things that coordinators do. So, 
Uh, and, and maybe this new coordinator can help the team draft some better wide receivers. Uh, you know, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe they can oh. scout a little better. Um, anyway, uh, I do appreciate everybody listening. We want you to keep this up. Please keep listening. Please keep leaving comments on Spreaker, leaving comments on Apple or whatever platform you're listening through. Please leave comments. Uh, like I said, reach out to us on Twitter, Kane underscore ice on Instagram, on Facebook, Kane and ice show, you know, uh, we love to hear from you guys. We love memes. We love whatever. Um, you know, if you got song ideas, whatever, us to play hey you know we're here for you and uh, we appreciate you being here for us so Kane, brother what do you want to leave the people with uh, man, to get into uh, the off season man I, I guess we'll watch these raggedy football games this weekend you know since my boys ain't playing no more uh, yeah. but uh you know I've, I've i've got some some teams i'd rather see win i'll keep that to myself for right now okay uh, but uh we'll we'll see and uh we'll be back i mean you know it's yeah. Eagles, uh, we're resilient. We're we're tough fans. We're a tough team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you haven't seen the last of us in the playoffs, and uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, like you said, where these coaches shake down, and also, you know, we got to talk about these other NFC coaches, uh, NFC East coaches that Doug got fired too. So uh, that's a good point. Yeah, he he he, uh, he snapped got the his whole fingers. division. Yeah, got the whole snapped, division fired. <laughs> snapped his fingers and yeah, uh, made him. Turn to dust. Turn to, yeah. So uh, we appreciate everybody listening. Like I said, uh, like I said, keep listening. We got some big things coming and some new things coming. So huge, keep huge. working with us. Right. And you're going to hear more about that. You're going to see some more changes. You're going to see us step our game up. So uh, we need you to share with your friends and family and coworkers. All right. Hey, y'all have a good one. Take care. We out.